Hey, hey, good morning, ladies, gentlemen, welcome to today's call. There is a question I have for you, or do you not have any questions for me? Do I have a question for you? Do you have a question for me? Guys, it's an important question, isn't it? Let me ask you today, how much of your presentations that when you give them as a salesperson, when you're interacting with people, or presenting your services to people, how much of those presentations actually contain questions? Hmm, interesting, something to think about. It's a very important fact in selling, and all great salespeople have this attribute that their presentations are a good 80 to 90% question based. Their conversations are 80 to 90% question based. Whatever, the, whatever position you are in the process of generating a lead and following up and giving a presentation, any area, okay, any area inside of this process, these top 20%ers as we've been talking about, must contain, must contain questions. Questions are powerful, aren't they? And they do absolutely lead us down the path of building two critical areas when communication and communicating in communication and communicating with other people. And that is when you ask a lot of questions, you build a tremendous amount of trust and credibility with people. Period. End of story. Does that make sense? Would you agree? Are you on the same page with what I'm saying? I hope so. I live with a grandkid, eight years old, just turned. And I'm going to tell you, one of the most powerful things that young man has is the ability to ask questions about wanting, when he wants something, he's all about asking questions. Now, he certainly listens to me when I do my calls and my coaching. Sometimes he he's maybe in the other room and uh, when he's when he's not at school or taekwondo. And I can tell you something: when he wants something, he is all about asking questions. Can I have this? What do what do I have to do to earn this? Um, you know who who can get me the money for this? Where can I find it? The list goes on, okay? So what I want to share with you is that when it comes to being a great salesperson, just like Bryson, it's incredibly important, guys, that we get this fundamental understanding that questions lead us to opportunity. You know, one of the biggest complaints in the selling business is oftentimes that people... Okay, people in the business of selling, the number one complaint by clients is that their salesperson doesn't listen to them. Okay, that's because they're too busy talking and, not, and there's not enough questions being asked of the prospect. Very, very important to remember that. So let me ask you a question. Would you rather be talked to? Would you rather be talked to? Or would you rather having an engaging conversation with somebody where you feel that you're 
your position, your, your, your posture matters? And is someone really, really listening? What would you rather have? What would you rather be involved in? Somebody rather just talking to you or would you rather an engaging conversation? And what creates engaging conversations? You got it. Asking great questions. So when you're in a presentation, guys, and you're talking, and if you mirror and match the rate of speech, the pitch, the body language, and if you focus 100% on the person that you're speaking with, right, if you ask great questions and you really, really listen to the answers, and if you give verbal and physical, verbal and physical approval, nodding the head, answering with yes, or I agree, or even if I, you do disagree, but there's, uh, there's a recognition or a, an acknowledgement, write that down, an acknowledgement of the other person, ultimately, they're going to love you. There's no reason why they shouldn't, because they'll because you're 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 asking you're actually asking questions and you're when they give you answers and you listen carefully there's nothing else to 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 really worry about because at the end of the day they will truly commit to building rapport with you and it'll help you to better to better communicate and then when they open up to you they'll want to know more they'll want to learn more and for, quite frankly guys it's a magical place inside of a inside of a presentation, inside of a dialogue with other people. Remember, guys, you're not, you know, when we talk about questioning people, we're not talking about interrogating them. Oftentimes people feel, well, I don't want to ask a lot of questions. I don't want to get too personal because I don't want people to think that I'm interrogating them. Really, guys, it's important as you ask your questions, okay, that they are related to the task at hand, the outcome and objective that you want to have. And if you keep your tonality light and it, and it comes from a place of being curious, write that down, being curious, right, rather than sounding like you're coming from a place of judgment. So you got to keep that in mind. It's necessary to ask a string of questions and sprinkle inside of that the thoughts that I'm curious. Tell me a little bit more. I was wondering. Tell me more. How do you mean May I ask, okay? And if, you and if you integrate that into your question-based conversation, right, then it doesn't become an interrogation. You're not, you're not hammering people to get information. You're, hammer, hammer, you're, you're talking to people to garner a rapport with them so they'll tell you more and open up more to you so then you can give the best possible recommendation based on those specific questions that you've asked and their, their desire to answer you in a, hopefully, okay, a truthful manner. So that way you can, again, give the best possible recommendations. So here are some quick thoughts today that I want to share with you around this question base. Now, this doesn't end just here because oftentimes there's more. And that is in your script creation and your... The, whether you're finding new business or you're inside of a presentation or you're negotiating a transaction, these are some things that will help you. So I hope you have a piece of paper and pencil out because these are very important thoughts that I want to share with you as we go through this today. Make sense? Great. So you have your piece of paper and pencil out. Let's write these thoughts down. First of all, use why questions carefully. And, 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 and here's the deal, guys. Why questions 
if you're not if you don't use them carefully they can lead to excuses from your prospect and justification and they can seem when you ask them very confrontational on the other side what questions often get you what you need to know and they aren't so confrontational if you if it's necessary to ask a why question make sure you pitch down and you tone out in your approach when you're working and, and communicating with people so that way you can make sure that you hold on to the rapport that you've built with the other great questions that you made have with those clients prospects etc so first of all what, do we, what we want to make sure that we do is take a look at why asking questions are absolutely critical in your business first of all number one it helps you identify the customers true and I say that we'll underline that highlight it their true fears desires objections needs wants okay it helps them to identify their true needs wants desires and wants number two it keeps them engaged in your conversation you don't lose them because oftentimes when we're just speaking you lose people versus when you're asking questions they physically and mentally have to listen carefully or more carefully and they'll tend to engage with you at a much higher level and if you ask proper questions it actually leads them for what we call self-discovery and much of what you're working to communicate it stimulates their thinking and it doesn't keep them from holding back very often next it does definitely build a greater and much deeper rapport with you it helps you to become a better listener and it gives you control of your presentations and that's an important area to never forget when you ask questions you have control just like when you go to a doctor when they ask you questions who is in control you're the patient they're the doctor they ask the questions now you feel comfortable and confident in that person thus they have more control not in a bad way it's just that's their position they're the doctor you're the patient so that being said, you know, if you're like most salespeople, depending upon how you are trained, quite honestly, okay, you're probably not in the real uh, strong habit of asking questions as much as you should. And it's going to take some work if you haven't done it a lot. So you just got to sit back and, and, and think about some of the steps. So I'm going to give you a couple of steps here. And there's a couple of exercises that you can do to make sure that you are uh, in a place where you're asking more question based uh, having more of a question based presentation and conversation now before an important meeting or presentation or conversation or negotiations I would definitely recommend as an exercise to write down some questions okay so write down some questions on a 3 by 5 card or a notepad however you want to do it and write down three to five great quality questions that you would want to ask your prospect or customer very very helpful to do this it's perfectly fine the next point it's perfectly fine to carry your notepad or have your script with you with these questions on it and you can refer to them during your meeting and it shows quite frankly guys the customers see that you have been thoughtful enough to be carefully prepared for the conversation people are really really comfortable for as much as you don't think they are they're absolutely comfortable when you walk in and you have a series of questions laid out in front of them and you tell them I've got some questions I wrote them down I like to ask them 
Great, no problem. Now they're going, wow, I feel comfortable because this person is leading me down the path of helping me solve what? My problem, okay? And you know, guys, even if you write down the questions and you might not ask them 100% perfectly, all right, and it might not be exactly how you wrote them, the fact that you took the time to prepare to do that in front of you will naturally cause your clients and your prospects and yourself to be more focused on the presentation. Very, very important. So take your piece of paper that you might have in front of you and put a line down the middle. On the left-hand side, I want you to write do's and the other side of the piece of paper, the don'ts. All right. So I'm going to guide you through a process here. Make sure, as I said a second ago, do prepare questions ahead of time. Again, a great script, a great presentation, a great conversation has written down questions. Do take notes to their responses. When you ask a question, make a quick note. They like that when you write things down and they appreciate that. Ask clarifying questions before jumping to conclusions. If by hearing you correctly, did I hear what you said is blank? Okay. Do ask questions you already know the answers to even if it takes uh, even if it takes you where you need to go. You know, as they say, great attorneys know the answers to the questions that they're going to ask before they ask them. Do read some great books and materials on this information. It's very, very important. There's a book called uh, The Seven Powers of Questions by Dorothy Leeds. And read that book. It's a great book on asking great questions. Dorothy Leeds, that's L-E-E-D-S, great book, okay? Now, on the other side of the piece of paper, write some don'ts. Very important that we have this down. Don't talk too fast, and uh, you're not going to seem persuasive when you're talking too fast with people, and it creates, quite honestly, tension. And you got to balance this out. If you're a driver personality, maybe like myself, oftentimes we want to speak very fast because that's our nature. So we have to be versatile in our conversations. One point, I'm going to be sharing with you something that uh, is a very, very powerful thing on versatility uh, in, the, in the coming conversations we, we're going to be having here. Okay, Ask your questions. Don't ask your questions and let them answer. Make sure that you pause when you ask a question. You don't have to, don't finish the question for them. Okay, Ask the question. Don't give them the answer. Let them finish. Don't ask more than one question at a time. You're simply going to confuse people. Don't ask very general, broad, or unspecific questions that they're going to have to struggle to answer. Don't ask questions for the sake of asking a question. Each question should have a purpose and lead you to the point where you want to go. So here are some types of questions that you want to begin practicing today. You need to get your role play partners if you're working with anybody or minimally write these down and practice them out for yourself. First of all, you've heard this here, I'm sure here or somewhere else in some training, at least if you've been through it, open-ended questions. Now, these start with the who, the what, the where, the why, the when, the how, okay? Next is alternative choice questions. Alternative choice questions. When you ask an alternative choice questions, you're li limiting the possible responses. It's a great way to, to, to get people to get to a decision. So, Mr. Jones, I'm available tomorrow at 2, or would 4 o'clock be better for you? Alternative choice. Clarifying questions. These help you to clarify what the customer is really saying and, and, and gives you time to formulate your answer. Okay, clarifying questions. Tell me more about that. 
So I hear you, I understand that. Ask clarifying questions. Assumptive problem questions. As I wrote down here, in every industry, okay, customer or situation, there are some typical challenges or issues they may be facing. An assumptive problem assumes that the customer has a problem rather than asking them if they do. Often this may be based on research that you have done with them. Okay, so it's very important that you get assumptive problem questions out there. And then there's the old tried and true, uh, sometimes but very often used by some salespeople that doesn't lead them, but they are important questions at the same time. And those are what we call the yes, no questions. While these are necessary at times, okay, you gotta be very careful and you shouldn't go, uh, they shouldn't be your go-to questions, okay? But in fact, they should, they are reserved very typically for the end of the presentation and use them when necessary. So guys, at the end of the day, are you asking great questions? What questions do you need to ask? How will you present them when you're in a negotiation, a conversation, a presentation? When do you need to use them? And how important are they for you to have the process down so it can lead you to a successfully signed agreement? And that's what we really want, isn't it? To serve somebody, to help them solve a problem, and at the same time they say, where do we sign? How can we do business together? Okay? So guys, that's it today. Go make it a great day. Make sure you go to realprofitbuilders.com. Pass that forward. Pay it forward. Follow us. Email me if you got any questions. Woo, that's a good thing. Mike and Mike Husson, I'm here for you. Go make it happen. We will talk to you tomorrow.